0: Welcome to the Raging Takes Podcast with your host Brian Dixon, Kai Zabo, and Taylor McIntyre.
1: What's up, you turkeys? And welcome to episode 18 of the Raging Takes Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Dixon. Here as always with my co-host Kai the Commissioner Zabo and Taylor McIntyre, aka Mac. What's up, boys? Salutations,
2: Brian. Aloha. Oh, mahalo. Oh, mahalo, yeah, brother. Uh,
1: mahalo, brother. Uh today is <laughs> Saturday, July 22nd, 2023. And uh not a ton of stuff throughout the sports world this week. Uh but we got some football news. We got like quite a bit of football news, honestly. We got some baseball stuff obviously. And later on, we're going to talk about the docu- the Netflix docuseries quarterback that was released last week. We've all watched it and uh, we got some stuff to say. So let's, of course, start with the NFL. And the big news this week was the running back fiasco that's going on. Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley do not reach deals. Both are expected to skip training camp and perhaps even longer. And then Tony Pollard as well did not reach a deal with the Cowboys, but he's expected to play on the franchise tag this season. Uh, this opens up a bigger conversation that we can get to in a second. But what did you guys
2: think about any of these moves or all of them, Kai? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's like we've, we've been talking about this the past few episodes with the whole age of the running back dying and stuff. It just uh, seems like uh, they don't want to give long-term commitments to these guys, you know, after they go through seasons of uh, wear and tear, you know? It makes sense, but it definitely sucks for the running back position. It's like, eventually, is, like, anyone going to want to be a running back anymore in the future?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. It's going to be hard to, like, get parents to, like, coerce their sons to play running back i think in like the smaller leagues and the peewee leagues and stuff like that because it's like you're not going to get paid and you're going to get beat to shit too and you're probably going to be retired and crippled by the time you're like 31 which is you know it's 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 definitely a problem mac what do you think
0: super surprising man it's like especially you know i own josh jacobs in a dynasty league helped me win that league last year it's incredible that they just can't i mean raiders are kind of cash poor anyway so they say right but it's like you gotta pay he carried that offense even with Devonte adams there so that one was super surprising saquon has been nothing but consistent when healthy i don't i don't really understand those two i do understand tony pollard playing on his franchise tag because he probably feels like he has something to prove a little bit stil- still still yeah. To that fr- uh, franchise for whatever reason. I think he's shown plenty, but I kind of get that one right. So, yeah, it's uh, like you guys said, the age of the running back is in a predicament.
1: I I agree with what you said about Pollard too. I I I don't think he's at the same level uh, yeah. in statue at Jacobs and and uh, uh, stature. I uh, that Jacobs and Barkley are at right now in the NFL. So, I also understand why Pollard would play. Uh, I think he's doing himself a disservice if he didn't play this year. Uh, the other two, I think, can get away with it. But at the same time, is this a dead end no matter how long you hold out to? Uh, I, I I, understand more so with the Giants than the Raiders. The Raiders have a lot more. Hole. Neither team are amazing, obviously, but the Giants did make the playoffs last year. The Raiders have more holes on both sides of the ball. You need difference makers, right, on offense. You already have one of the best receivers in football. One of the best running backs in football would help your, your team a lot this year. But they now subscribe to almost like a Patriots way type of thing, where their GM and their head coach come from the New England Patriots uh, point of view. And when was the last time the Patriots paid a running back? You know, so it's like... <laughs> I I just don't think that McDaniels and uh, uh, the G, I think Ziegler, I think is the name. I don't think they have any interest in paying Josh Jacobs. And I honestly have no idea how this is going to resolve itself. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, go
0: ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Kai. No, you go ahead. No, this is like I was, you know, obviously we've been we've been thinking and talking about this a lot. And it's, you know, to me, I think about what the running back position actually does on the field. They're supposed to block like a tight end or a lineman. They're supposed to catch the ball like a wide receiver. And they run the damn ball. It's like, what the hell are we doing where we ended up in this uh, state of mind where the running back is not as valuable as everybody else? It's crazy.
1: And also, I mean, it, uh, go ahead, guy. I'm sorry.
2: I was just going to say, it also comes down to just like the the trajectory we've seen in years past. You know, we're seeing a lot more teams like Get a lot of success without having like a superstar running back or like a franchise running back per se. I mean, the Chiefs won last year with a seventh round rookie and Jarek McKinnon. So, I mean, the running back by committee is taking the league by storm right now. Do with that what you will.
1: Is this a coincidence or not? Like, do we actually believe that you're better off without a a, a star running back?
2: I think it depends it on the situation.
1: But it just happens so often that, like, the teams with the best running backs don't win the Super Bowl. It's like, can it be a coincidence? Like, obviously, they probably are able to use that money at other positions that help shore up their uh, ho- shore up their whole entire team. You still got to find somebody that can play running back, though. You can't just have any any dude in there, you know, and, and win a Super Bowl. You still have to have somebody that at least is good within the system. So it's I,
2: I don't know. I, I don't think it's impossible to win a Super Bowl with a star running back. Yeah, I mean, I, it might just be coincidence, honestly, or I mean, maybe the strategy is now instead of just having one great running back, you have like a few good running backs that all like have different uh, kind of talents, you know.
1: I feel like a lot of the times when teams do running back by committee, though, they think they have a group full of really good guys and they don't. And it, it, and then it, it hurts them more than it helps them. So I, only a few teams can do it correctly.
2: Yeah, I just, not everybody
0: I, can have Miles Sanders on their team. You're right. <laughs> oh, oh boy, there we go.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just think it's. Uh, I just think the whole thing is just very situational. It just depends on the team you're on. Depends on how they use those running backs. Um, but I think in the case of Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs, like those guys are literally the engine of your offense. Like it's different than having like a decent committee. You know, like it's like those are your two main guys by far. Yeah,
0: yeah I definitely, are a lot more. Than just a running back, right? Yeah, I, I, I definitely could see.
1: What well, I, I, think. I mean, I, I think both teams should. I don't, I don't know how to feel about the running back issue. I really don't. And also, like, how is this ever going to get resolved? Are they just going to keep getting paid less and less until, like Kai said, there, you know, nobody's gonna be playing running back anymore, or can they? Uh, I somebody. Some people were throwing out the idea of a strike on Twitter this week. That sounds crazy to me, but I—I I mean, I don't know what what else you would do if you really wanted to to fight for your for what you're worth, pay wise. Could they get all the running backs in the league to go on strike? And what, what what would that look like? I I don't know. Is oh, that a boy. good idea, Mac? What do you think?
0: Uh, probably not. Right? Like, yeah. I don't, you I don't one know, one of the more prominent ones at the, at this point in time doesn't even have a team right now, and Dalvin Cook. So he's probably looking to get paid before he makes any decisions of not playing. So Uh,
2: it's a tricky situation all the way around. Yeah, I don't see a strike being beneficial and I don't see it fixing anything. Because if, you know, if all the star running backs go on strike, guess who's going to step up next? The ones that aren't getting paid and have something to prove. So it's like, you know, the stars, they go on strike. The uh, the young guys are going to step up and then it's like nothing happened, you know?
1: What would it look like if all the running backs went
2: on strike? Would they just find replacement players or something? That's what I'm saying. I think the the second stringers and the third stringers would just move up. And then, yeah, I don't really see an easy fix to this at all. I mean, it also doesn't help that um, with the whole new collective bargaining agreement of general managers can play this game of tag with their premier running backs. You know, they get them on these team friendly deals for majority of their prime and then after their prime is done no no other teams want to pay premium money for these guys so yeah i don't really see an easy way out of this
1: Schefter said that this week he said that no running back has signed a deal worth 10 million dollars or more since 2021 now when nick chubb did it 20 10 million a year so whoa yeah, a couple years now. Doesn't look like it's going to happen again anytime soon. I don't. I, who, who's the next running back that gets paid, no matter what? I mean, Josh Jacobs just had one of the best years you possibly could for a running back in today's age, and even he and on a bad team, a team that needs talent, and he's still not even getting paid. So, who is the next running back that gets paid? I don't even
2: know. Maybe Bijan, uh, Bijan yeah, Robinson, if, maybe. If, yeah, if he pans out, I guess. That's a it's long just, ways away. It's like. Yeah,
0: it's like the formula, like Kai, you know, mentioned. It's you draft a a decent, good running back and then play out his whole rookie contract, which is cheap. And then he just draft another one. And just, mm-hmm. like, it's a vicious cycle.
2: Yeah, because it's but, such a it's such a short position. It's like such a short term position in terms of like uh, how much like tread you have on the tires. And by the time you're through with that rookie deal, you're already so worn out from few years of play most of the time.
1: Knowing that strategy, though, it's, it's kind of odd still to pick a running back in the first round, no matter how good it, how good they are. So it's like if the Falcons draft B. John Robinson in the first round, it's like,
2: oh, we're only going to have him for four years and then we're just going to let him walk. It's like, well, what the, what the fuck is the point then? I mean, it's like that's that's also situational, too, because just as you said with Nick Chubb, he was the last highest paid running back. I mean. Clearly, he's been on the Browns his whole career, and they see the value in him being a run-heavy offense. So, I mean, he's one of the few that have like stuck with his team and got a long-term contract. So,
1: all right, yeah, uh, you guys got anything else on the on the running back issue before we move on? I, I got a couple of tweets actually to bring up. Um, so Derek Henry, he tweeted out this week. At this point, just take the running position out the game then. The ones that want to be great and work as hard as they can to give their all to an organization just seems like it don't even matter. I'm with every running back that's fighting to get what they deserve. Uh, And then Le'Veon Bell had a string of interesting tweets. Uh, I'll read them out here. Uh, The first one, Disney, a long time ago, 1998, taught me a valuable lesson about sticking together. Go watch A Bug's Life. It'll put in perspective (laughs) the running back market. The running backs are the ants. I'm Flick the inventive ant. I took all the damage from the grasshoppers owners at the time. No one could see my vision or what I was standing for, but all I was doing was just preparing to go against the grasshopper slash owners. But as a lone inventive ant slash running back, I obviously couldn't beat the grasshopper slash owners alone. Exclamation point. Emoji exclamation point. Emoji in 2017 and 2018. I was the lone ant. I was flick. It was literally only me. Fast forward six years later. Now you have multiple ants trying to join the fight against the grasshoppers. It's still not enough, though, because at the end of the day, we're just ants in the grand scheme of things. We're just ants. But seriously, disregard everything I said, though, if you haven't seen a bug's life or don't remember, because none of this will make sense at all. But if you know, you know, 100 emoji. And I'm definitely not trying to stir anything up or have anyone mad at me. I am just saying that's all. So please don't come at me. Once Flick helped the other ants realize that there are more of us ants than there is of them, grasshopper <laughs> slash owners, they finally defeated the grasshoppers. Ants are strong as fuck together. Very weak when they are individuals.
2: <laughs> <So, laughs> wow! I mean was that all one uh, tweet or just a few different uh, ones?
1: No, it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a thread.
2: Okay, I was going to say, I was like, I, I, I was wondering what his uh, tweet limit was because I was like, that was a mouthful. I don't know. I don't. Th- I think the tweet limit's over.
1: I haven't seen anyone complaining about it lately. No, I, I meant. I, I meant like how much. Anything.
2: I I meant. I meant like uh, how much you oh, can oh, write the, in a single the, tweet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: huh. I actually think it's like eight thousand now. If you have Twitter Blue, right? Something like that. Yeah. Any, anyway, we're getting off topic. Way um, off topic. Uh, way off shout out Elon uh so shout out Flick that was those are some great tweets that if we had a tweet of the week segment, that would be the tweet of the week I
0: think those tweets of the week yeah uh
1: you guys got anything else on the running back issue before we move
0: on? No, I think we covered it pretty well. I hope it gets resolved in some way. It's really what it is I just don't, I just thought my favorite players to watch are running backs, you know so yeah, I just don't <sighs> see how though it's such a tricky issue.
1: Losing superstar running backs would just it, it would suck. That would just I mean, it wouldn't kill football. It would football would just keep evolving, but it, it would it would suck. It, it would be like a end of an era type thing. I don't think it's going to happen, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, we keep moving further and further into a passing league. So that's why I feel like GMs feel like they can't do this. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: or pay them. I mean, so I don't know.
1: All right, let's move on. Oh. Did you have something else? No? Okay. Huh? I thought oh. you said something. Alright, let's move on. DeAndre Hopkins signs with the Titans finally, officially, two years, 26 million, so finally, we are waiting for this this ball to drop. How did you guys feel about uh, Nuke on the Titans?
2: Uh, it's better than the Patriots, but it's a, it's a weird move to me. Fucking sucks! I hate it.
1: Personally. I, I mean, the uh, it, I don't know. fancy wise, it wasn't going to be good no matter where he goes. I, I, I kind of like the Tennessee move.
0: It could I, have been good. I, not New England. I don't. Well, you know, if there was like a dark horse team that came out of nowhere and swooped them up, if it was basically uh, any maybe, other team yeah. except for these two. Yeah. I, I don't mind them on the Titans, honestly. I don't mind them. I hate it. I That's where be... careers go to die. Is it? Do, do you see that tweet? I can't remember no. who sent it out, but it was like uh, Andre Johnson, uh, Julio Jones, and who was the third one? Well they're who? just they're that they're just washed.
1: They would have been done no matter where they went. Right? That's the, that's the point, dude. Oh, I Hopkins careers is over there. I don't think Hopkins is washed yet though. Like Tana Tannehill went to Tennessee but, and became a really good quarterback.
0: Yeah, but now he's not as much. He's still okay, right? Yeah. I kinda like Tannehill.
1: Um, I mean, he's the
0: best quarterback on the roster, but oh that's not saying much, is it? Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, what do we feel about like Traylon Burks now? Yeah,
2: uh, beautiful eyes. I mean, his value drops a little bit with Hopkins there. I mean, he's not the the sole weapon anymore in the receiving end with Hopkins arriving. But still, um, think Burks is, will still be pretty decent. I don't. I was never high on him, anyways, when he came into the league last year. So we'll see. I think Hopkins uh, helps the Titans at least make a wild card this year or maybe even become the favorites in the division. Depends on how you feel about the Jaguars.
1: It's kind of a weak
0: division anyways, honestly.
2: Yeah, so it's pretty much anyone's up up for grabs.
0: It's going to be the same old, same old for the gosh dang Titans. They're going to probably make the playoffs just because everybody else in their division sucks. Honestly, probably.
1: I, I mean, I, to me, they're they're easily the favorite in that division. For, I mean, I guess not easily because the Jaguars
0: are there, but like, I don't expect the Colts or the Texans to do anything. So, but uh, to reiterate your question, I think it actually boosts uh, Traylon Burks and Chico Conquo quite a bit because you know you're going to have to really pay attention to DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. So, yeah, take some heat I- off the the other two guys there. I'm somewhat in the middle between you guys. I don't think it helps or
1: hurts. I think opening up the offense is a good thing. Uh, it just depends on what the target distribution is going to be with Tannehill.
0: It's a run first uh, offense,
1: right? Yeah. yeah. So I uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. I, I wouldn't be afraid of drafting either one of the wide receivers. Honestly, I think I would give it a try. Either They're both going pretty late for their talent, I would say.
2: Um, yeah, I think, you could get, I think you could get Hopkins in like the fifth or sixth from what I've been seeing in my mocks lately.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't think he's going to move up. I think that was basically just because he didn't have a job, but I don't think he's going to move up much now that he's on the Titans. So I would could take a chance on Hopkins. Yeah, it
2: could be a sneaky good pick. Yeah, he's going to
0: end up in like the fourth or so. I yeah, think. He'll, he'll
1: definitely. The ADP it's he'll not even August sure. yet. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you for sure. Um. Okay, let's move on. Uh. A day that nobody ever thought would come, I don't think. The sale of the Washington Commanders officially complete. Dan Snyder is no longer the owner. Uh, the franchise now goes to a ownership group led by Josh Harris, who also owns the New Jersey Devils, the Philadelphia 76ers. He also has like a partnership stake in Chelsea FC, I think.
0: Um, Dang, he rich, I- rich.
1: Yeah, there's also I can't remember the other guy's name. I think it's Walls, I think, and or Wales, and then Magic Johnson as well. Or uh, those are like the big three uh this ownership group. So kind of kind of weird to see Magic Johnson uh, being the owner of the the Commanders. Uh, just kind of a weird sight. Definitely not not a negative vibe to it. I think Magic Johnson's pretty cool. Uh, he's owned the Dodgers for quite a few years. They won a World Series while he's been owner, so it's you know he's had a track track record. Uh, I, I can't say the Devils and Sixers have been championship level good the last you know but i mean they're contenders so i i don't know uh anybody's better than dan snyder a fucking snail with salt sprinkled all over it would be better than dan snyder at owner so the uh the sale goes for 6.05 billion dollars snyder is also fined 60 million dollars uh after the mary joe white investigation revealed not only sexual harassment but also financial misreporting. I guess he withheld $11 million from the league that was supposed to be shared amongst the other owners. Uh, <laughs> so, classic. Uh, <laughs> 11 his ass million. on the way out the door, huh? <laughs> it's like, um, once the, I think once that happened, I think Goodell was just like, I am so fucking sick of dealing with you, dude. <laughs> like, I'm dude just everybody so else right. was too, obviously. It's I mean, like- Goodell was his fucking buddy until the last minute. I think literally this, when this happened, this specific sexual harassment and the financial shit happened, I think Goodell was finally just like oh, I'm over it dude I can't I can't defend you anymore.
0: This is like let's get somebody else in here. Uh what do you guys think about this deal, Mac? Uh yeah so he is scum of the earth Schneider. His wife's not much better. Just terrible, terrible people. And like you said, basically it's anybody would be a better owner than them. So it you know it's a it's a win for commanders or whatever they're gonna be called soon fans.
2: Yes, we'll get to that in just a second too. Kai, what do you think about this? Oh, I think it's great. I mean, uh, kind of sad that uh, no, I mean, it's great for Washington, obviously. I mean, they were going through decades of just like hopelessness, you know, just how long do we have to deal with this fucking tyrant, you know? And no, I mean, I just I think it's I think it's just a beacon of hope now for Washington. I mean, uh, from what I've heard about the new ownership group, it sounds like they really want to change the culture, you know, maybe turn Washington into a Prominent team again. I know you being a Washington fan yourself. This might be a little bittersweet for you too, because yeah, Snyder obviously caused you to withdraw your fanship.
1: Uh, I wouldn't say it's bittersweet. I'm happy. Uh, he didn't
2: deserve to be owner of that team. Uh, I meant bittersweet. <laughs> as in, like you like you don't really like you're not like really a fan anymore, and then this happens like two years later.
1: I mean, it is what it is. I was never going. It, it was less about that, also you know, Las Vegas got a team too. So it's like the two of them combined, you know, if it was like, I'm done with Washington, I'm going to go be a Colts fan. And then this happened, I'd be like, Oh, okay. I want to be a Washington fan again. But it was, it was kind of like the combination of the two were just like, tired of being a Washington fan. It was literally, I mean, they hadn't won a play They still haven't won a playoff game since 2005. That was the second year I was watching football. So the second year I watched football, my my favorite team won a playoff game and then didn't ever again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> never again. That was fucking 18 years ago. <laughs> I yeah. never saw another playoff win. So it's like, I know the Raiders are much better, but it's more about Las Vegas than, than anything Daniel Snyder related. But yeah, it, he did. It, it, I mean, him specifically did hurt my love of football, and I think still has damaged it a little bit. it's just it's it's hard not being able to root for a good team year after year after year after year. just going into the season knowing that any hope that you have is false hope. It sucks, dude. It, it, it makes the sport not fun because you're waiting. Also, football offseason is slightly longer than all the other sports, so you're just like, you only have f- like four, five months with the playoffs of the season. And you have a seven-month off season, so if you're not making the playoffs, you have an eight-month off season. so you wait eight months for your favorite team to play, and then they get on the field, and they're fucking terrible, and then you wait weeks out, you know, the whole entire week to go watch another fucking terrible football game. It's not fun. He, I mean, I, I think that a lot of Washington fans probably feel the same exact way. It was not fun to watch football the last twenty years, so I think it's still damaged my my fan. I think I'm still scarred a little bit.
2: Well, now there's reason to hope again. So, congratulations, Washington! And it was honestly a pretty clean divorce too, from what I've heard. Very smooth uh, transition.
1: Yeah, as smooth as it could possibly be with that guy, I guess. Yeah. Can we uh Can we do a pineapple? <laughs> we are back. Uh, all right. Still talking about Dan Snyder. Uh, I got some some stuff from Schefter here. Some stats for you. Here we go. And Dan Snyder's 24 seasons as owner. Washington had six playoff appearances, two playoff wins, no NFC championship game appearances, 10 different head coaches, 27 different starting quarterbacks and a 427 winning percentage, which ranks 27th in the NFL. Another oh, one.
0: Lord. <laughs>
1: um. Dan Snyder led a group that purchased Washington in 1999 for $800 million. 24 years later, he sells the team for $6.05 billion, which comes out to a nearly 700% return on his initial investment. Uh, the $6.05 billion sale price of the Commander sets a new record for a North American sports franchise. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I, I guess uh, you'd fucking run a franchise into the ground, do a couple sexual harassments and, uh, and some shady financial dealings with the NFL and your reward is $6 billion. So, uh, I mean, the $60 million fine was fucking nothing. Yeah, um, pretty much. It's a much. drop in
0: the bucket for that. Yeah, he has general, weight, uh, general wealth for his great, 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 a lot of great grandchildren. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah he got his Fuckin- investment and ran. Yeah, great stuff,
1: NFL. Uh, great stuff, Roger. Uh, but Roger. We, have we come to expect any less from that league? But uh, what do what do we think about the report that, well, I mean, it's not even really a report. Magic Johnson said that everything was going to be considered. Do you think they're going to change the name again?
0: I would love it. I mean, you're the person to ask, though, Brian, because like Kai mentioned, you were the previous fan. Do you think that it needs to happen? needs to happen much? no yeah, it doesn't it, it
1: doesn't need to happen should it happen i think so i think commanders is a dog shit name and if you're <laughs> like even an inkling unhappy about it it might as well because it's like what do you want to do uh, that's like the last thing that dan snyder did as owner besides the financial misreportings was change the name to the Commanders. so it's like you could just fucking axe his whole entire history from the team change it one more time and then you really start fresh you know and i i love it I feel like the attitude I get from commanders fans that I still follow on Twitter is that people either hate the name or they're just like, who cares about the name type of thing. I don't think anyone loves the name. So I don't know, maybe find a way to get a better name. I don't know. I I feel like a lot of, a lot of the uh, better ones that fans want are probably trademarked, which was probably what led to the commanders in the first place. But uh, the guy who ran the name change, uh, Jason Wright, a former running back in the NFL, he is their, you know, uh, you know, CEO or president, or I don't, I don't know his exact title. He was the person that was in charge of the, of the rebranding. So is he going to want to do like a full year and a half to two year rebrand again after he just did that exact same thing? So. If I had like gun to my head, if I had to predict whether they're going to change the name or not, I don't think they will. Uh, should they? Yes. Yeah. Well, I think they
2: should. Yeah. Why not, Kai? What do you have? Do you have an opinion about this? Yeah. No, I think they absolutely should change the name. You know, like new owner, new me. They should just wash out all the stains <laughs> left by Dan Snyder. So I think. Yeah. Exactly. So I I, I think they should change yeah, the name. What absolutely. What kind, of, what kind of stains are you talking about? <laughs> oh, got love
0: know. juice on the couch, dude. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the,
2: the get a black juice, line in that office. The yeah. love juice, the brown stains, all of it. <laughs> the, brown the brown stains. stains. <laughs> God damn. Those
0: skin marks
2: dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, Snyder, I would, you dog. I would I would want to remind all the fans that Dan Snyder was never here.
1: Honestly, I'm with you. Just deep clean that whole entire fucking facility. Yeah, get all the get all the fucking curses out, dude. Start pink on tables. Absolutely no! They they got rid of the ping pong table when <laughs> Rivera got hired. Rivera is like, no fun. We're gonna lose. We're gonna lose football games, and you're not allowed to have fun on the side. Uh, How dare you
0: practice your hand eye coordination?
1: <laughs> At the time, I thought it was a good move, but then you got to win games if you're going to do that. You know, like I've, I'm pretty sure oh, Jake yeah. Gruden
0: was winning more games than Ron
1: Rivera. So it's like, uh, I don't know. Maybe the ping pong table wasn't the issue here, Ron, but um yeah i don't know do you guys have like a specific name you would want them to change it to do you have one picked out i my my favorite was always red wolves i i, I think i think there's a trademark issue with wolves specifically i think probably the timber wolves uh i think that was probably the trouble they ran into that because i felt like that was probably the overwhelming fan favorite was red wolves at least from the the what i saw on twitter uh so that's that's personally my pick what do you guys have one
2: i, I kind of like red wolves I feel like it
1: needs to have red in it. Why? I'm just curious. I, I I, I, liked. I have no issue with them changing the name originally, but I still want the same feel to it. You know, so like red wolves, red tail, you know, like I just want like a two syllable word with red in it. I just want it to sound like the old name without it being offensive. Okay, uh, I, I think that's fair. You know, like Guardians and Indians sound sound pretty similar. I, Guardians has grown on me for that specific reason that it sounds like Indians. They they kept the uniforms the same and the name was changed by a couple of letters.
0: Right. Okay. okay. Um, personally, I don't know. I feel like they should kind of play into the area that they play in. Something a little a little patriotic, perhaps. I, That's I don't kind of what Commanders anything.
1: is, though. It's it's like military True. stuff.
0: True. I don't know. I I don't have a specific name picked out. I wish I did. It's it's a tough one. I'm not gonna lie. Spenny wanted. Some... Uh, always wanted Washington Walruses. So that can be your your uh, oh, your name. Ooh, the, the the Washington
1: Narwhals. There we go. Oh, oh I kind of right. like that too. <laughs> that, that, the rolls uh, off the tongue well. Do you guys uh, ever see that uh, a season Sorry show uh, Master of None on Netflix? Uh, snippets. There's a there's a Redskins joke in there. Uh, where he's—he's the some guy wants to change the name to the Washington breadsticks, and but it's just but it's like a picture of like of mozzarella sticks. <laughs> it's, it's a, you gotta watch it. It's a funny joke, but um. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's all we have to say about Dan Snyder. Uh, We will now move on to a couple of signings this week. Uh, Evan Ingram, first off, three years, $41 million deal with the Jaguars, $24 million guaranteed. I feel like all three of us are Evan Ingram fans. So let's talk about this. Kai, what do you think about this signing?
2: Uh, well, yes. Being a Evan Ingram owner in my dynasty league, I thought it was the perfect signing for the Jaguars to make. He had a pretty good season with them last year. He's a big part of their passing game. And yeah, he just really helps that team out on all levels.
1: I like how you brag about that as if Mac and I weren't like the forefathers of owning Evan Ingram in that league. That is same, same, very same league that you're talking about. Mac owned him first and then I stole him from Mac and then you stole him from me. So it's like a nice little train. Oh well, we no, got go actually, with Evan Ingram.
2: Mac drafted him. He traded him to me and then he got traded back to Mac somehow or I think I released him and Mac got him again. I
1: traded him oh, to so you. This is a this is a big old twist. This is like a big old spaghetti bowl right
0: now. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, because that was in the ESPN league. So who was the who's the wide receiver that just went to Pittsburgh? Why is his name escaping me? Uh Alan Robinson uh, on the Rams. Alan Robinson. That was part so of He did our that trade. straight up, right? And that was after he tore his ACL on the Jaguars. And then Evan Ingram had the crazy rookie season. Yeah. So it was actually kind of like a decently big trade at the time. He's been passed around for sure. Oh, he's a slut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I've
1: always liked Evan Ingram. I like his receiving skills. Uh, I think he's big and fast. Uh, a little injury prone at times, but this is a really good deal for the Jaguars, I think.
0: He's slotted in well for that team. He's dependable for Trevor Lawrence. I'd I like
2: the deal, yeah.
1: I think all three of us would draft him this year in fantasy, correct? Uh, He's going pretty late,
2: tight end-wise, I would say. Yeah, I think he's one of those guys that you could draft later, and he uh, really shoots above his initial ADP. So definitely one of those sneaky ones.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Another signing here, Alex Highsmith for the Steelers. Signs a four-year, $68 million deal. Uh, Last season, he had 14.5 sacks and five forced fumbles. Really good player. Uh, We got any opinions about Alex Highsmith, Kai?
2: Yeah, no, I think he's a great player. Yeah, he fits on and on that defense perfectly. Good to keep the continuity going. Steelers have a pretty decent defense, too. I think he's going to help take him to the next level or be a part of it. 14 and a half sacks is really good. Oh, yeah, Mack, what do you think about
1: this? It's
0: fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, I always liked his name because it's like, I just imagine his forefathers were the Smiths. But they're they got really stoned one day, and they're like, "We could be the Highsmiths, bro." Dude,
1: this is like—I mean, this is Smitty's name only Highsmith. I never, I never connected that together at all. Uh, I guess for football fans who have no idea who Smitty is, it could be the high version of Alex Smith, the quarterback. Also true. This is literally like a Viking name, like a, a Viking name, but you know, like an old school name, like an old school name. Yeah. Uh, right. That just blew my fucking mind. That was crazy. Uh, all right, uh, I'm gonna have to. I, I have to make an Alex Highsmith joke to Smitty at some point this this fantasy season. I have to do it. I'm writing that down. Siri, remind me. Dude, he could be Team Highsmith. Dude, Team Highsmith. I, t- or if he's losing, he could be Team Lowsmith. Ooh, we're, we're getting too, we're, low, getting too we're getting <laughs> too tangled. We're tangled in the in the in the weeds here. Uh, oh, next. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Alex Highsmith gets tangled in some woods every now and then. Yep, uh, some barnacles. Zach Martin, uh the guard for the Cowboys might hold out due to unhappiness about his contract and the Cowboys' lack of interest in restructuring it per Adam Schefter. Uh Zach Martin believes he is wo- quote woefully underpaid relative to the market. Um. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, he is—he is like one of the best offensive linemen in the league. So I—I I, I would assume anything he's getting paid is probably underpaid. Uh, what do we feel about this? The Cowboys got a lot of contract issues going on right now.
2: I mean, yeah, it's concerning. Their O line has always been a strength for them in recent years, and he, yeah, he—I think he is like a top three guard in the league overall. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. Like, how old is he actually? think
1: we should look that uh, I would guess like late 20s maybe I I don't know actually
0: I feel like he's been on the team
2: for a minute he, ha- he yeah. has been there for a long oh, yeah. time he's, he's 32 I 32, mean yeah, yeah. I uh, mean yeah it's it's interesting I mean I don't know but uh how guards are valued in terms of age but he's been but a like, big big part of your team for a while I think you should do whatever you can to keep him especially if you're trying to contend this year you know
1: I feel like age isn't a big factor with guards really until you get in like the late thirties. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, I, I don't Earth showed that for sure.
1: I th- I think once you hit like 36, 37, maybe you start thinking about it. But I think if you sign the Martin to like a four or five year deal, I think that's perfectly fine. And probably a smart move, honestly. Um, next up Jordan Addison, uh, Cited for speed and reckless driving after going 140 and a 55. I mean, that's only that's only 85, right? That's, that's hasn't still has no 85 over. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Just 140 and a 55 shortly after 3 a.m. Thursday morning. Uh, obviously, nobody was injured, but dude, that's dangerous as fuck. Like, uh, so let's see a 55. 55 is probably a freeway, right? Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. There was was a clip.
0: Oh, was there? I didn't see it. Yeah, of him getting pulled over. Yeah. It's a wide open middle of the night. I assume in Minnesota, right? I assume. Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota? I assume. they
1: are in camp
0: right now, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: I think so, yeah. So, I mean, after 3 a.m. too, I'm sure he was out partying or whatnot, too. So, I I didn't hear if, if he had like a... IBAC or anything like that. Did you uh, there's no I didn't no, hear the word no, alcohol or anything. Yeah,
2: there was no mention of alcohol or anything. I just, think. So so you're just a so you're just a nut job. You're just going fucking eighty five for sport. Well,
0: yeah, wow. I think he's uh, he's probably realized he's got to be at practice in a couple hours. He's <laughs> like, I should probably get <laughs> so my I ass get, home really I quick.
1: Oh, Um, It's like, whoa, what were you
2: doing out past three a.m. If you weren't partying? I mean, he's he's a he's a young guy, so yeah. I mean, he was probably. I guess he could have been at, like a girl's house, maybe or something. It's possible. I, yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't oh, know. Or,
1: yeah, I, I, I feel like some of these young guys got to learn from like Henry Ruggs' mistake that he yeah. made. Uh, like this could have easily been part two of that. 140 is crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've all been kids before. I've gone way over the speed limit before, thinking I, you know, was. You know, just young and tough and invincible and shit like that. But I've never even came close to hitting one forty. I don't think off, my don't car think could I do that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever <laughs> driven a car that could reach one forty. So, no, 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 no. I um, think
2: my was rumor true sure that it was a
1: Lambo? I, I didn't see. Was it a Lambo? That's I heard it, that, but that's I, what that's I what it
2: said. Yeah. Okay. So uh, well, yeah. where I did he get a Lambo from anyways? He's on a rookie contract
1: uh i think you could afford a lambo you get some put some money down on a down payment for a lambo on a rookie contract No.
2: Uh, yeah possibly actually now coming to think about it I, I mean it's i
1: wouldn't say it's the smartest thing to do with your money on a rookie contract but you could do it if you so please i think
0: yeah i mean uh, it's also the it's the age of the nil he was maybe made true. a little bit of money in college i mean and college athletes were getting paid even before the nil so i mean under
2: the table and shit from colleges and stuff so You never know. You never know what his money sitch is like.
0: Yeah.
2: Overall, a little bumpy start to his career, but I mean, he didn't kill anybody. It didn't say anything about alcohol, so I think no no harm, no
1: foul. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I
2: I think he'll, I think he'll learn from this and just be like, all right, I got to be careful. So. Yeah, I hope so. Uh,
1: I mean, kids, kids are kids. You know, it is what it is. But at the same time, it's super fucking dangerous. So I'm glad nobody got hurt. Hopefully, he learns from his mistakes, and hopefully, this doesn't happen again. So. Uh, next up. Uh, A Jags associate strength coach, Kevin Maxson, comes out as gay. It is the first publicly out male coach in American sports history uh, that we know of, at least. Um, uh, Yeah, I I, I don't know this this person at all. I had never heard his name before this happened, but good for him. He said he just said that he was sick of hiding who he actually was and he wanted to wanted to come out and show who he was. He has a boyfriend. I think him and his boyfriend have been dating for a couple of years. Seem like a lovely couple, so good for him. Some fine fellers. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Ravens sign Melvin Gordon to a one-year $3.1 million deal, as well as Kyle Van Noy. Uh, it was also reported that J.K. Dobbins will be on the PUP for at least the time being. And also, uh, not doesn't sound like too big of a deal, but Rashad Bateman did not report to training camp. But It seems injury-related though, and the coaches seem to expect him back sooner rather than later. So I don't think that's too much to worry about. But what do we think about Melvin Gordon coming in, and what do we think that means about J.K. Dobbins going on the PUP, Mac?
0: I think it's a snoozer all the way around. I okay. think J.K. is going to be just fine in time for the season. And it's a chance that Melvin Gordon is just a camp body Three three million dollars
1: yeah that's a that's a that's a lot of money for a camp body
0: yeah he's washed I don't believe him anymore he
1: is washed for sure I, I just don't think I don't think it'll be a camp body situation I, I, I would say if Dobbins is good to go to start the season I'll probably be Dobbins Gordon Gus Edwards probably but there's also Justice Hill there wait yeah. so there's three million guaranteed I don't think it's guaranteed, but it's like $3 million still a lot, though, right? It is. You still have to pay that off if you cut them. No? I don't
0: think so, actually. I don't think that's how it works.
1: I'm really bad with wrong? financial
0: shit in sports. I
1: have no idea. I th- I think you do, but I, I, I have honestly have no idea. Once finance stuff go, starts coming up in sports talk, my eyes glaze over. I have no fucking idea what happens with the rules and shit for different sports leagues. Uh, well, it just seems like a lot of No, we
0: don't want to. We don't want to pay you anymore. Right. So I know there's game checks, so they get paid on a weekly basis, sort mm-hmm. of. So I think you actually have to play games to actually fulfill the contract out and get all of that money. So let me, uh Siri, remind me to call Melvin Gordon's lawyer slash agent
2: we'll,
1: we'll get yeah. to the bottom
2: of this before next episode yeah i'm kind of with mac on this one though i think he is just a camp body i really see it more as an uphill battle for him to beat out uh gus edwards and justice hill to stay in that running back room i mean we don't say, think we, we don't think melvin just,
1: gordon's better than justice hill
2: i mean i just think they like the the familiarity like justice hill and uh gus edwards know the system already in and out they've been there for a few years and i don't know yeah melvin gordon's on the older side it's yeah, I think it's an uphill battle for him to make the roster unless they decide to start the year with four running backs, especially with their injury luck. So,
1: I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say one, this is not a camp body situation. I think Melvin Gordon will be on the roster this year, and two, the timing tells me that J.K. Dobbins might not be ready for the start of the year. It just seems like I, if if this was only gonna be like a week or two thing, why even sign Melvin Gordon? I think it's just insurance,
2: like insurance, just in case J.K. Dobbins. for three
0: million dollars though. I I don't
2: I. I don't Stop know. It's just
0: focusing on the money. I
2: don't think I can. I, I feel like I'm pretty
1: sure they have to pay that <laughs> at least counts I'm against pretty their sure. You're wrong. It at least counts against their cap. They might have to pay it, but it counts against the cap room. You can't just sign somebody and cut them I like two weeks if later. He's
0: not on the roster come season time. Then it's void. Okay. Uh, maybe What's I'm wrong, but, uh,
1: should we do? We want to do like a like a a for funzy bet. If Melvin Gordon's on the roster, you guys say like I'm handsome, and then if he's not on the roster, I say you guys are handsome. We do no, a handsome bet handsome every day, but sure. But I want to hear it one more time. All right. Okay, handsome bet for Melvin Gordon. Um, Kai, do you agree? Yeah, I'm definitely okay. Gay. Okay. Okay.
2: Handsome bet for Melvin Gordon. Uh, what do we think about Kyle Van Noy? I think it's a good signing. He's always been a good uh, role player linebacker.
0: I believe he's on the Chargers last season, right? Yeah, I think he he was like kind of like the quarterback of their defense a mm-hmm. little bit, if I remember correctly. And he's a good locker so. room presence too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't Solid mind a guy. It. Yeah, uh, another up, fine
0: filler. Giants
1: signed a couple new guys too: Cole Beasley and James Robinson. One of uh, these is not like the other. Yeah, Cole Beasley would never dream to be James Robinson. Uh,
0: exactly.
1: Uh, I, I I love James Robinson, but I don't think Jim I, Rob. Th- this is a camp body. I think I don't think James Robinson will make the Giants roster. And so for uh, I, I, I kind of like the guy. I don't know. I thought he was good in the first few
2: weeks last year, but it seems like no team thinks he's good. So I think, I, he, I think he's insurance in case uh, Saquon doesn't play for some reason. We got to remember James true. Robinson. He's, he's pretty young still. I mean, it's funny that we it's like when we talk about him, I feel like he's older, but he's like 24. Jeez. How's it say? He's only like 24. I think Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's crazy. That one injury really screwed him up. And maybe he just wasn't as good as we think he was, uh, you know, from like a fancy standup uh, point of view from the first season that he was playing. But uh, yeah, he's 24 years old. <laughs> uh, he will be 25 August 9th, actually, though. So. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, don't know. In theory, this is tough good for him. Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh,
0: it's pretty tough for him that Brees hall went down he goes to the jets and he still doesn't really get to play on the jets last season. So feels yeah. bad, man. They traded him for basically no reason
1: whatsoever. I mean, he was like, he didn't even dress for a couple of games. I would say like half the games he was a jet. So I don't know.
2: And then the Cole Beasley signing. its it's funny. Cause it's just, it's another slot receiver that the giants sign. Like if you look at their whole wide receiver room, it's like all slot receivers. It's like, what the hell are we running over here?
1: Yeah, that is kind of goofy, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, like I look at their roster, I don't even see like a true like alpha wide receiver on it. It's crazy. Uh, I Darren wouldn't call Waller. him a, true.
1: I wouldn't call him an alpha, but Darius Slayton's not bad. Ship Sterling Shepard too.
2: Yeah, Shit. but they're but they're all like smaller guys though too. I'm, I meant like alpha as in like a big guy, you know? No. Uh, so you're yeah. Good.
0: They need a they need a DK Metcalf situation going on there for Daniel Jones. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, that would actually be nice.
1: Probably would help that situation out a lot. Actually, I, I, they just have a bunch of like, okay, receivers, no, no really good one, but it's certainly Shepard and Darius Slayton are, aren't bad.
0: That rookie um, Jalen Hyatt. I don't know if he's going to work out. Honestly, no. he just seems so tiny, dude. It's also Wondell Robinson too, right? He showed some flashes last year. He did what? look good last year. Yeah, so. he did.
1: I like, him. Um, yeah. Next up, Marcus Peters will visit the Raiders on Monday. Uh, been hearing whispers about this all off season. Uh He visited them before, a couple of months back. Uh, I fully expect this to get done, and uh, the Raiders need a cornerback, so I, I think that this would be a really good move. Uh, he's definitely not the player he once was, but I think that he could definitely give them some meaningful snaps, for sure.
2: Yeah, I like the move as well, too, if he does go there. Love it. Oh, so he's been ball hawk type of guy
1: uh Raiders need secondary help big time so yeah I think that's a good one uh next up Jets trade Denzel Mims in a seventh rounder to the Lions for a conditional sixth rounder he had 11 catches for 186 yards last season is this anything
2: Kai I've always liked Denzel Mims talent I mean I I definitely followed him out of college I think I drafted him in my dynasty league too but then dropped him of course because he wasn't really getting any play time I don't know if it was just the situation that he was on with the Jets but now he's going to a better offense on the Lions. Um, I don't know where he might fit in, though. Maybe he comes out as like the third or fourth option, especially with Jameson Williams on suspension. So we'll have to see. This is a wait-and-see situation, though. But I, I do like the talent. I think he's got some potential. Back.
0: I think at this point of his career, he might, unfortunately, be better than Marvin Jones. So I think he could find some playtime here until Jameson Williams comes back, yeah okay uh, I, I don't really have an opinion on them
1: I don't know anything about them I figured you guys would know more about them than I would so I trust your judgment uh, Thanks, uh, this week was a big week for like alternate jerseys coming out uh, we had a few of them that, that got released uh, you guys have seen pictures of all of these
0: right the Browns the Seahawks and the Colts mm-hmm I forgot to send you guys that there was a picture of all of them together that was nice I
1: uh, did you see all three of these I did okay which uh, which ones do we like I uh, uh, Mac, do you have a favorite of these?
0: Dude, the Seahawks ones actually so sick. They oh are my
1: god. The xy yeah, the Seahawks one is the best one. By I like all three of them actually. Uh, I was I was iffy about the Colts at first, but I, I the more I look at it, the more I like it. The Seahawks one
2: is by far and away the best one in my opinion. Kai, which one is your favorite? Uh, I'm I'm between the Colts or the Seahawks. Yeah, they're both just like very clean looking. They look good. Yeah. What do you
1: like about the Colts one?
2: Oh, I just like I just like the the color blue that they use. Just like how clean it looks.
1: It's like a, it's got like a, like a cool I don't know what to call it design pattern something. It's not just like sh- like solid blue. There's like a design to it, which is really cool. It's not it's not like an overcomplicated design. It's just just a design on it. The blue is cool. The black helmet is cool. I'm not a huge black helmet guy. I think I, I, it, it, unless you have black in your color scheme, I just don't think it makes much sense. I actually think these look pretty cool. The more and more I look at them. And then the Browns one with the white helmet, that was
0: pretty clean. That's a clean look. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it looks great. I really like that one.
1: I would never want them to switch to that helmet full time. But as an
0: alternate jersey, that that's really cool. No, for sure. Uh, It's kind of same vibes as the other Ohio team. The Bengals white jerseys that that they released. It's Mm. got a similar vibe and feel, right? Good call. Yeah, good call on that one.
1: Uh, so personally, I'm going to rank them. I like all three of them a lot, so but I'll rank them Seahawks 1, Colts 2, Browns 3. But I, the Browns one is still really good, though. Uh, Mac, what, what's your ranking of the three?
0: Uh, yeah, probably Seahawks. And then. I don't know, because I love I love like the co- my favorite colors are basically the Colts jerseys that they put out but I think I'll still have to put the Browns above them. So yeah, Seahawks, Browns, Colts.
2: All right. What about you? I'm going to say Colts, Seahawks, Browns, but I do like all of them. Mm, I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. One last little news and note
1: for the NFL littered for networks out for the Patriots. Uh, is this anything Mac?
0: Yes, it is something because he, f- he fits. He does a lot of the things that uh, Belichick likes at the running back position. And it would just be, you know, it would be so sad for fantasy owners of uh, oh, what's his for From Andre, Andre Stevenson, Las Vegas. Yeah, legend. That would that would be that would just be so Patriots to have like so much hype building around him for this season. He's kind of like the only notable guy, and then they bring in Leonard Fournette to ruin his fantasy value. Stevenson's gone high in fantasy drafts right now, too. This, yeah. uh,
1: this would probably plummet him, I would say, at least around. You're on to something uh, probably there. Probably not farther than that, but it, it'd probably drop him around mm-hmm. for sure because Leonard Fournette can still play. I, I
0: like Leonard Fournette. Oh, for sure. He's better than... Well, th- who do you think's better between him and Kareem Hunt? Oh, quick, man. Quick I would take I would take
1: Hunt personally, yeah. but I, I think it's close.
0: A little surprised he's not somewhere already. You me know? too.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm surprised Fournette's not anywhere either, but I'm I'm big-time surprised about Kareem Hunt. I'd say even more so than I'm surprised about Dalvin Cook, just because Kareem Hunt's been a free agent for this whole entire time. Dalvin's been quite recent, you know, in the last few weeks. Kareem Hunt's been a free agent since the season ended, and he still doesn't have a home. Is that his choice? Is that team's choices? I, I, I assume Kareem Hunt can still play, right? Uh, and he hasn't had any trouble outside of that one issue that happened years and years ago. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's going to
0: be much cheaper than Dalvin, I would assume. Much, yeah, for sure. And uh, I kind of does the same type of stuff. It doesn't no get joke. injured as often. Uh, oh, so,
1: uh, wow. sorry. sorry. I like Del- I like Delvin. I'm just saying, Hey, okay. The cook family is,
2: uh, <laughs> you cook better family. watch out,
0: dude.
2: <laughs> uh, guy, you got anything about, for, uh, uh, playoff Lenny? Oh, uh, just pretty much what max said. Yeah. It's just unfortunate. It seemed like this was going to be the one season to where I was like, Oh, we finally can, uh, map out the Patriots running back room, especially since the departure of Damien Harris. But now if Leonard Fournette comes in, it's gonna be the same little bullshit. It's Like, which uh running back do I start this week? You know?
1: Guys a big pr strong guy too, so he's he's heartbroken. Yes. wee oui, oui. yeah.
0: wee.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's move on to the baseball, to the baseball. Uh the baseball. Uh, the the biggest news of the week honestly has nothing to do with any baseball players. Uh Jeff Passen, fractured vertebra. A tree fell on him. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? This was crazy when this happened. I was like, I did, uh, this was the most shocking uh, news by far this week, I, in my opinion. In a, a long
0: like, time,
1: dude. He was just he he t- He's he like, hey, sorry, I haven't been on Twitter much recently. My back broke because a tree fell on me while I was doing cleanup after a storm. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? Uh, he didn't give us a timeline or anything. He's just like, uh, my Twitter fingers still work. I'll still be working from home. And uh, so this dude is like immobilized in a bed somewhere. I don't know where he lives. And he's Kansas just tweeting Kansas City. He's just fucking tweeting out
0: news for us while his back is broken in bed. The way he worded that tweet, he was like put breaking in all caps, <laughs> my <Yeah>. back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a legend, uh, dude. I love that guy. And is it Passing or is it Hassan?
1: I think it's Passing. Okay. I'm gonna By the way, I did some Pisan. research.
0: It's Now not there. Scotter. Okay. Well, I'm gonna keep saying go there as well. All right, you're gonna keep being wrong. Uh, I am very good at that. (laughs) Let me tell you.
1: (laughs) Um. uh, Sorry, hold on. I'm looking at some of these uh, Twitter mentions to see if any breaking news happened while we've been talking. Okay, no. Uh, All right. So yeah, get get well soon to Jeff Passan. Probably the best baseball scooper there is right now. So uh i wish him all the best Uh, hopefully he's back within the next few months i imagine that's going to take quite a while to recover from but hopefully he's back pretty soon uh next thing i wanted to talk about in baseball there was an offensive outpour on tuesday night i'm not sure if you guys saw this or not let me just go down the list of scores that happened on tuesday night Guardians beat the Pirates 10 to one Dodgers beat the O's 10 to three Giants beat the Reds 11 to 10 the Mets beat the White Sox 11 to 10 the Diamondbacks beat the the uh, the Braves 16 to 13 Cubs beat the Nats 17 to three. Royals over the Tigers, 11 to 10. Twins over the Mariners, 10 to 2. And then there's an honorable mention, the Padres beat the Blue Jays 9 to 1. What the fuck happened on Tuesday night? I think the Yankees scored one run that night. <laughs> yeah, <wasn't laughs> the whole entire league is scoring 8, 9, 10, 11, 17 runs, and the Yankees got like one.
2: Wasn't that like uh, a, a record for that night? Like it was like the most like runs scored in a single <laughs> night of baseball or something like that. I didn't hear that, but I would guess it must be, right?
1: That's so many it's runs up there. At least yeah, it's got to be up there like 17 17? to three. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I mean like three 11 to 10 games. That's kind of crazy um i don't i don't think we have much to talk about this i just something to know it's just like an offensive outpour and then of course i have my yankee group chat i just mentioned that the yankees only scored like one run that night the yankee group chat was going wild it's like the league has scored 20 runs and we can't even get two runs Mm -hmm. (laughs) like oh lord it's not fun right now in baseball and for brian but uh good for the sport though to have this many runs I, i think i think if team scored this much more often i think more people would watch Not that's not necessarily what i want but uh yeah i think that that's good for the sport i think when they score more runs Let's put those pitchers in their place you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> who needs them they're the, they're <laughs> the running backs of baseball
0: oh god <laughs>
1: <laughs> take them out at the knees uh, but speaking of our honorable mention, there, the Padres beating the Blue Jays nine to one. How have the Padres been this week, uh, Mac? Let's, let's do our weekly Padres check-in.
0: Oh gosh, they're 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 sucking me back in, Brian. Man, they keep doing it. They just every like every time I think I'm out, uh, <laughs> they pull me back in. Gosh, we we called up this uh, young stud named Alec Jacob from Double A, and he's been. He, I don't know if you saw the clip or anything like that, but he made George Springer look absolutely silly, mm, like in his that. first appearance. Like he put him on his knees twice and one at bat, like really badly too. George Springer's uh, a very good hitter. <laughs> he's a very good hitter. Yeah, it was, yeah it's it, that was what the the announcer said too. He's like he just put uh, like a champion on his knees twice yeah. and one at bat, it's a crazy. premier center fielder. Yeah, so. Yeah, he's got a real funky delivery. I don't know if, you know, Kai Kai would know, but we have this guy named T- Tim Hill who's a lefty, he's a, you know, a submariner. Yeah, and I've he kind of does it kind of does the same thing from the other side, so it's kind of mm-hmm. cool. He like really whips his arm. It looks like it hurts when he throws. So, anyway, kind of gushing over him. Padres look back uh Juan Soto homer twice yesterday, which was the difference in the game. We won 5-4 against Detroit. Uh play again here in about 2 hours um yeah like i said they're sucking me back in looking like uh apparently there's rumors that prowler is telling people that we're gonna be buyers instead of sellers it's like gosh dang it dude oh <sighs> i, I mean, don't know what to playing, think
1: the way they're playing right now I'm, I'm still 10 back though uh do you know what they're back in the wild card it's like So i mean it's it's happened before. Weirder things have happened, but yeah, I, 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 the Padres are just like the Yankees right now. which is just—I have no fucking idea what the right move is, whether to buy or sell. I, I could see either of them being the right move. I, I, I have no idea. It's it's so hard to fucking tell sometimes when your team is just straight up middle of the road, especially when you're middle of the road and you have superstar talent too. It's just like we have Tatis and Machado and Bogarts and Soto, and we're gonna be sellers. So it's like uh, it, it's. It almost makes you want to be buyers no
0: matter what the standings look like when you have that type of talent on your team. Dude, and the two guys that are like the most notable trade pieces as far as, you know, uh, Snell and Hater, they they have both come out separately and say that they want to stay on the Padres until the end of the season at least and make a run at it. So it's mm-hmm. like really tugging at the heartstrings, dude. Like, they obviously seem to want to win together. So it's, it's tough, dude. I don't envy Preller's position at all in this there's still
1: seven back of third place in the nls too so i like you have a you have a mountain to climb just to get to third place in the division
0: yeah it's not exactly shaken out like we thought in the the preseason there um kai do you got anything to add about the padres i know you'd be watching
1: sometimes too
2: yeah pretty much i mean max pretty much covered it pretty well i mean you know they're just doing the whole on-off thing again. I mean, they're looking good at times, and then, yeah, I don't know. I, I do I do think they're going to be much better in the second half of the year overall. I just hope that it'll be enough to maybe put them in a wild-card spot.
1: What about, let's go over to you then,
2: Kai. What about the Angels? What did the Angels do this week? Oh, uh, so the Angels are currently on a four-game winning streak. They swept the Yankees, and then they won last night versus the Pirates. Shohei Otani did pitch last night. Um, He gave up back-to-back homers though and but, four total didn't he yeah four total homers two, two to henry homers, davis one the g-man choy and one two who's the other one oh it's Sawinski. g-man ah. Choi,
0: all-time yankee killer former two Padre,
2: jack Sawinski. but yeah other than that though the angels offense was on fire though yesterday got some good contributions from uh so netto got a home run Uh, Taylor Ward got a home run and Moustakas Moustakas has been on a tear since we picked him up Um, so he had kind of a slower start when we first picked him up but I think in like the yeah so the last last week and a half he's had like three or four home runs he had a big three run home run last night too yeah he's been really good lately
1: I saw somebody on Twitter last night call him Malibu Mike I want to change that nickname to Malibu Moose Malibu oh, moose is so much the Malibu yeah.
0: moose.
1: Yeah. The Malibu moose, dude. Uh, but what yeah, sound does a moose make?
2: But yeah, other than that though, uh, moose. <laughs> Shohei Otani recently, I guess did an interview with the angels. They were kind of like talking about his whole like trade deadline thing. Apparently he's not really too focused on getting traded right now. He's focused on, oh, he's, he said
1: in the interview with the team that he wasn't interested in, he wasn't focused on being traded.
2: No, he said that did not cross my mind at all. Obviously, I'm part of the Angels at this moment. I feel like in the dec- interview with the team, yeah, I feel like we're in a decent spot to make a playoff run. So I just try not to really think about that. So it's kind of a tough situation because there's 11 days left till the trade deadline. It's like if you got to, if you're going to make a move, you got to do it now. But then now it's like with the Angels doing this whole thing again, where they go on a big win streak, give some hope. I know it's really going. It's like it's like a seesaw right now. This whole situation. These Southern uh,
0: California teams, it just keeps sucking us back in, dude.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen. I don't know if they're just going to take the risk of trying to make the playoffs, and then if they don't, mm. Shohei might leave after the season, and we get nothing back for it. It's, it's, it's crazy to think about right now. Mm. I could be wrong by my
1: by my math. It seems like you guys are about like two and a half games out of a wild card spot, maybe.
2: Yeah, so I mean, we're definitely in contention. Based yeah. On the math. So it's 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 really risky because, like I said, I I think if we don't make the playoffs, Shohei's leaving in free agency, and we get nothing out of it. So it's tough. I don't know. What, I don't know what's the best move here. Let me see
1: if I look up the wild card stuff real quick here. Um, L. A. is currently four out of a wild card spot.
2: That's doable. Yeah, very doable. Um, it's tough. It's very tough. I mean, they're, they like I said, they look good. I mean, Angels hit with the best of them. I mean, they're always a really run uh, like high run scoring team. It's just we give up a lot too, specifically through the the relieving department. It's always really bad. Our relievers. Um, yeah, it's tough to fill. All right, let's get
1: to the Yankees real quick. Uh, they actually won today, beat the Royals. I mean, the, it's the Royals. They have it. They're on now a two-game winning streak Woo. At, after getting swept by the Angels. Two-game winning streak. Uh, they're at fifty-two and forty-seven, so it's like their the record isn't awful. Uh, I mean, it's not great, but it's not awful at the same time. They're not in last place anymore in the in the division, but they're still eight back of the O's and Rays who are currently tied. Uh, for the AL East lead. I believe they play today. So um, that'll be interesting. I, I mean, the Rays went off to what a, such a nice start, and then they just let the O's catch up to them. The, the Rays have not been the same team the last month or so. Uh, I mean, they're 4-6 and six in their last 10. They're now at 61-40 and 40 on the season. Uh, they're only a game above 500 away from the trop. So, uh, are the Rays frauds? I guess we'll see. Uh, I'm personally, as... Somebody who's an enemy of both of these teams. I'm personally rooting for the O's to win the division. I think they're more fun than the Rays, and I uh, I actually hate the Rays, so that's another big reason Whoa. too. Uh, I, I I dislike the Orioles. I wouldn't say I hate them though. Uh, they're just too cool for me to hate. Yet, yeah, I like Hadley Rutschman. He's, cool He's pretty guy. cool. Yeah, he seems pretty fucking cool. So the O's just have some swag to them, and they got great jerseys too. But uh. Yeah, that's probably the premier series going on right now in baseball is the Orioles and the Rays. So uh, that'll be interesting to see what happens tonight. Uh, Next up, Luis Arias' watch. Marlins lost 6-1 yesterday. Arias went 0-3 with a walk. His average is now 376. Getting very close to that Mendoza line where I was like, below 370, we're out of Luis Arias' watch. So we're still on it for now. He's got a he's got a chance to get out of it next week though he might not be focusing on Luis Ariza much more anymore. Uh, like I was just talking before the O's took over first place in the A.L. East, the Rays got a ba- got tied uh, the tie back. So uh, let's see who wins tonight. Let me let me see who the who won that one. Yeah, I think the I think the Rays won yesterday. But what was the score? Oh, they're actually going right now. It's top of the second zero zero um Friday Rays Os oh, the Rays won 3 to nothing. The Orioles only had two hits yesterday, so uh it'll be interesting to see who wins that game. That's the game I'm keeping a close eye on today, I would say. Uh next up, Diamondbacks take 2 of 3 from the Braves. Uh that's pretty big. The Braves have looked basically unstoppable the entire season. Uh the Diamondbacks winning a series against them gives them confidence and perhaps These two teams may face each other in the playoffs, so having a confidence over a series win, do not take that for granted, in my opinion. Uh, And next up, the Snakes face the Cincinnati Reds, who uh, are not winning the the division anymore, but still are uh, in prime position for a playoff spot at 53-46. and So the Diamondbacks go from one big series to another one in the NL. Um, Also last night, Kyle Tucker, three home runs against the A's. That guy can hit pretty good. Uh, you guys got anything else about baseball? Got any nuggets to throw in there?
2: No, that's pretty much uh, it. No, yeah.
1: Kyle Tucker three home runs, dude. Uh, he's one of the more underrated Astros during this little championship run that they've windowed that they've been in for the last like six years. I know he hasn't been there for the entire time, but Tucker doesn't get talked about enough in that Astros core. Uh, You're something. All right, let's just take a look at the standings real quick. Like I said, the East is the O's and the Rays tied. The Twins still have a lead in the Central. They're two up on the Gardos. Rangers have the lead in the West. They're three up on the Astros. In the NL, the Braves still have an 11.5 game lead in the NL East over the Braves. Uh, The Marlins are are 12 back. Brewers have the lead in the Central. The Reds are a game and a half back. And the Dodgers have the lead in the West. The D-backs and the Giants are both three back. All right. Let us move the hell on. Uh, just a quick little NBA pop in. Uh, did you guys see this this week? Draymond Green got tricked by a fake tweet and accidentally started a beef with Kevin Garnett. Whoa. Did you guys see this? I'm sure Mac did. Kai, did you see this? I did not. So, uh, basically, let me pull it up here. Draymond got tricked by a tweet from at NBA central not NBA central central. Uh,
2: so he pulled a me,
1: he pulled a you. Yeah. <laughs> the, Eagle, the Eagles thing. Uh, it said Kevin Garnett calls out Draymond green with a shocked emoji. And it says Draymond punching JP Jordan pool is like a senior punching a freshman. Who's half his size and then walks around talking himself up as if he's like that. Come try me. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond just fucking saw red immediately. He's like, I (laughs) tried you when I was a rookie, KG, and you started talking to yourself like I wasn't talking to you. What's that like? The freshman picking on a senior citizen that's double his size? And Garnett goes, that's a fake tweet. Quote, NBA central. (laughs) at Elon (laughs) Musk, see what the fuck is happening? Crying, laughing, emoji, crying, laughing, emoji. Fix it. So, good on Kevin Garnett for not like seeing this opportunity and just trying to bully Draymond. He was just kind of like, hey, it's a fake tweet, whatever. Uh but yeah Draymond was coming at him, dude. That is awesome. Yeah, he
0: was. And then he's going as somebody else to distract from that. The other, like was it yesterday or something? Who some was guy it? I don't know. He's some guy that's been retired. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's trying to shift the blame away or whatever. Classic. Classic. Mm. Uh,
1: hey, this happens to us all. We all get tricked on fake tweets every once in a while. So I mean I I can't I can't blame Draymond too hard. It's just Kevin Garnett is like one of the people that you don't want to, you don't want to start fake beefs with like that. That was just very dangerous. I think um, maybe not like as dangerous as it would have been, I guess if you're still playing in the NBA, because Kevin Garnett's like an all time trash talker. I don't know if you ever heard he called Charlie Villanueva a cancer patient. Uh, Charlie Villanueva has, uh, uh, what do you, what, what's uh, alopecia like Vivica a. Fox has, you know, what where you can't grow, heck? can't grow hair. You, do you guys not remember Charlie Villanueva? Yeah, uh, completely bald, no eyebrows. He just had no hair on him at all. And, and Kevin Garnett called him a cancer patient during a game.
0: Oh my goodness! Oh. Yeah, uh, I don't remember that guy, but that's wild.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard, I've heard some other just crazy ass shit from Kevin Garnett. Uh, just trash talking in games. He's like one of the best trash talkers of all time, athlete wise. So. This was uh, uh going at some like a, a trash talking veteran. So good on KG to, to realize that Draymond just made a mistake and to ease up and not start like a fucking full out Twitter war. Twitter war between Garnett and Draymond Green would have been electric, though. I actually kind of would have liked to see that. Uh, but all right. That's the sole NBA news of the week. Uh, all right. I guess we will get to our quarterback review now. So if you guys don't know, the there's a Netflix docuseries out now that follows pat mahomes kirk cousins and marcus mariota for a full season last season to be exact and just shows like behind the scenes footage of their life their training regimen uh some footage from the games too etc uh what did you guys let's just start off how did you guys like this docuseries back
0: it was pretty fantastic yeah i really liked it all all the way around it was a good ride was it better than, let's say, a
1: uh, hard knocks? Perhaps. What would you rank it compared to a hard knocks season? Equivalent. Yeah. I think I enjoyed it slightly more, just because we're focusing on players that we that we know and you know like are interested in learning about. Not to say that the hard knocks strategy of finding like these like. Uh, you know, off the roster type of guys and, and getting the 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 viewer to root for them to make the team isn't is is wrong. It's not wrong. It's a good it's a good strategy too. I'm more interested in in seeing what like the superstars are doing though, personally. So I think I enjoyed this more than than Hard Knocks personally. Kai, what did you think about the docuseries?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm actually right there with you. Um I definitely enjoyed it more than Hard Knocks. Uh executive produced by Peyton Manning. So it was honestly phenomenal i mean it it, i think it's like the most perfect series that you could release in july and get people hyped up for the incoming football season um also it kind of just gave me a whole new perspective on what a quarterback goes through from uh week to week during the season i mean it turned me into a big Kirk cousins fan that guy is awesome good tv too um yeah, no, really, really cool. It just gives you perspective, and just really fun to watch. Honestly, kind of re- reminded me of like all of the good games from last season too. That's what I definitely liked about it too.
1: i was gonna warn everybody right now: spoiler alert for the series too. So, like, don't, if if you want to watch it, go watch it first before you hear it, before you listen to this. We're gonna spoil some stuff. Uh, what did which quarterback was your favorite to watch in the show? Did you just said that you're a big fan of Cousins? What did you like Cousins more than the other two?
2: I mean, obviously I respect Patrick Mahomes to all hell, but yeah, Kirk Cousins, I definitely think had like the, like he had like the most like tension, you know, like the most challenges to overcome. It felt like, like that guy was literally playing on like bruised ribs, like the whole season.
1: I thought, I agree with you. I thought Kirk's was the most entertaining. I wouldn't say by far, but I think he had a pretty good lead over Mahomes who was second place for me. Uh, Mac, who did you enjoy watching the most?
0: Yeah, definitely a Kirk stand after that series for sure.
2: Hey, he's uh, he's a very likable guy, honestly.
0: He is. Uh
1: he's always been like that too. It can be a little cheesy at times, but he just seems like a very sweet, nice guy. Uh his wife seems like a delight, Julie Cousins. She I, I loved her. I thought she was very sweet. Uh his kid seems like a a, a great kid, too. It's cool to see his like behind the scenes of his house. There was like that little hidden room behind the bookcase that he oh, had, yeah, where it was full room. Of his like full of his like game balls, trophies, jerseys, et cetera. I thought that was super cool. And it's a good idea too, to just like, don't go like super self-indulgent, like get it out of the way where people can't see it. But it's still cool to like, if, if I'm a professional athlete, I'm going to have a room dedicated to myself. I'm sorry. I'm going to have my jerseys hanging up somewhere and stuff. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, is there any like specific moments that stood out to you that you really enjoyed watching Could uh, be at a football game or maybe something else behind the scenes, maybe like a training regimen thing or maybe an activity that one of them did with their family? Does, is there anything that stood out to you guys?
2: Um, yeah. So the thing that Kirk Cousins did with the, the whole like brain exercise, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, also, I forgot how crazy that Vikings Bills game was. I, I thought that was really cool to see again. And that catch that Justin Jefferson made. I was like, wow.
1: I forgot how crazy that game was too. And like I didn't forget about the Justin Jefferson catch, but it I didn't expect it to come when we were watching the the that game. And when it came, I was like, oh my God, I fucking I forgot that that, that moment was in this game. Like that was such a crazy at literally like one of the best catches of all time it doesn't get nearly the credit like the ob uh, obj catch does against the cowboys it was on the same tier it might have been even harder to catch that one because like the the
2: defender had his hand on the ball too yeah i wouldn't even say just a catch but just like that at the moment that it happened and like the situation that the game was currently in i think that's what made it like really fantastic you know mac did you have like a specific moment or anything that you enjoyed the most
0: hmm there were, i mean there was a lot of good stuff
1: i have I did, a lot of notes here that i could go down too if you're looking for something
0: i mean for, s- something that made me kind of chuckle i mean this is more like a logistics thing or whatever but i just love the little blurb about how uh patrick mahomes got the airbnb like was it three months ahead of time yeah for, like he uh, knew he was gonna be in the super bowl I, I noticed that too and i was like did i hear him say that correctly yeah dude like he's like i'm just expecting to be there no matter what
1: he he casually said it to jalen hurts i believe too he's just like yeah i've had that Airbnb scheduled for three months now and jalen hurts is like what the fuck (laughs) you fucking weirdo (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i I mean i guess i i guess they've earned the right to assume that they're gonna be in the super bowl I, i i mean i guess yeah you still have to deal with guys like josh allen and joe burrow and lamar jackson who are all very good so I don't know if you should make that assumption every fucking year, Pat. But hey, I, it worked out. So I mean, either way, either,
2: either way, it just goes on vacation in the Airbnb. If, if he does, it I guess. Bowl, yeah. yeah,
1: that's true. I guess. Yeah. Or you just cancel, um, right? Or cancel. you just cancel. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes can cancel. He's allowed. Uh, he's allowed to cancel. Um, I'm just going to I have a lot of notes here. I won't read everything because it'll just take us forever. But let, let me just go down and just remind us of some things that happened first off in the first episode we find out that Patrick Mahomes got friend zoned by Brittany in high school for like a couple Ooh. of years that was interesting I thought uh Kirk Cousins read out a Margaret that Margaret Thatcher quote that I liked uh if my critics saw me walk on water they would say it is because I don't know how to swim I've never heard that quote before uh, that's, that's like legendary. that's a good Kirk Cousins quote that's uh that's really good. Um. Let's see there is that like flip that uh, uh, they show a couple of Mahomes throws you know there's the flip against Tampa Bay I believe just Clyde Edwards-Helaire and he's just screaming out I'm like that uh Mahomes and Crosby have a showdown where they're like in each other's faces and Crosby basically pokes the bear the Raiders have a 17 to nothing lead That was the infamous Devonte Adams pushes a camper man for no reason game uh Monday Night Football last season and uh I think the Raiders were up 17 to nothing. And then Crosby starts getting a little crazy, starts poking the bear a little bit, and then and then four Travis Kelsey touchdowns later, the Chiefs win. Um, Mahomes never wanted to play football. He wanted to either play baseball or be a lawyer. Yeah, that was interesting. A lawyer. Uh, um personally, no offense to, to Marcus Mariota. I thought his stuff was kind of boring. That was a little bit of a snooze fest.
2: I mean, I see why they did it, but, yeah, it's just... I did well, kind of feel had, bad for the whole no situation.
0: too. Yeah, like, the whole situation with, you know, it's... You know, he gets replaced, basically. They go with Desmond Ritter eventually, and, you know, he's just trying to... You know, he's got a newborn and all that, and... I, I, I kind of felt bad for him a little bit more than I did you know the first time around when it was all happening but yeah his, his content overall was a little dry I agree with you
2: seems like a, uh, seems like a good guy though
0: seems like a great guy yeah I just I think it, it hurts going up against Cousins
1: and Mahomes because they have like pre- I wouldn't say Cousins has a big personality but he has a personality you know where it's like he he makes jokes he's laughing a lot he, you know I, you don't hear you didn't hear much from Mariota other than just like very just like very calm, cookie cutter type of stuff, you know. So I don't. I just thought he was a slightly less interesting person than Kirk and Mahomes, with all due respect.
2: Um, I, I see why they did his story, though. I mean, at the beginning of the season, you were you would think that it's like, okay, maybe this will be another good comeback story, but it just didn't play out that way. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, we learned that Kirk Cousins was part of a singing group called the Extreme Tenors in high school. Oh, uh, that was funny too. <laughs> And there's footage of him
0: singing Pretty Woman with, like, a quartet of guys. <laughs> um, and he basically, doesn't have a bad voice. Dude, yeah, he can sing. And he's basically, like, uh, I remember when he brought that up or whatever, like, when they first showed it, he's like, you know, more or less said it was, like, before my balls dropped is when I was able <laughs> <Yeah>. to- <laughs> this is the reason why I was able to sing that high. I was like, that's hilarious, bro. Uh,
1: we see footage from... Vikings commanders last year. Uh Kirk got fucking drilled by Duran Payne in the ribs. That's kind oh, of where yeah. the rib injury started. Uh Payne, too, cold-blooded. He's like, You'll be all right when he got up. I was trying to think. I was like, did they ever play together? I'm pretty sure they didn't. I think Cousins' first season was with the Vikings was with 2018. I think Duran Payne got drafted after that. So I don't think Payne and Cousins were ever teammates in Washington. Um the, of course, he gets revenge for for you know he used to play in Washington. They would never want to resign him. They brought up that you like that game. Uh, the next episode, episode three, Kirk's in the cold tub. He explains that his ribs are really bothering him, so he usually doesn't go in that high. But he has to get his ribs submerged. He also said that sometimes he'll go out to Lake Michigan and swim in the cold. Oh. that's crazy! Uh,
2: oh, hell no. Nah.
1: Then Pat Mahomes. Uh, he tries to make friends with the defensive players. He just tries to compliment them all the time. Good rush, big dog. Good job, big dog. Good play, big, do-. he just, he's a big dog. He just big dog. He Calls everybody big dog.
0: The big I'm dog. The... Like, you can tell,
2: he got that from his dad. I can. only well, hear think so? It. He got it from oh, Andrew. Yeah. Andrew Luck also did that too.
1: I I think Mac means specifically the uh, the big
0: dog. So, oh, specifically yeah. the big dog.
2: Yeah, but I mean, no, that, that's why I his thought of two was like Andrew a big, Luck.
1: Do- big dog
0: type of guy.
1: Yeah, Andrew Luck was very similar with that type of stuff, where he's like, "Oh, good hit, buddy," you know. Oh, okay. and still got freaking murdered. Mahomes, his his opinion is that if he if you say nice things to the defenders, they won't hate you and they won't finish hits as hard. And I'm like, that's pretty smart. I think. Yeah. I don't think it'll work for everybody, but it'll work every once in a while. Save you some not, pain, probably. Not against Max Crosby. Apparently, they had a little no, tiff. Well, it seems like they're buddies. Like as soon as the game is over, they're like, "Oh, good job, man!" Yeah. or whatever. And so it's just like the heat of the moment type of stuff. And I think Mahomes oh, even sure. said he's like, "Oh, I like Max," but you know that was uncalled for, or whatever. He punched him. <laughs> when he punched him? Hey, dog! You can't be doing that. I can't do it, Mahomes. You can't be doing that. I can't do Mah- voice is ridiculous. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. There we got the nugget that Mahomes says he's going to have a different hairstyle this upcoming season.
2: Oh, yeah, he did say that. Yeah, he said he doesn't want to have that. Like, he's going to be a dad soon. He was like, I don't, I don't want to have this hairstyle when I'm 40 or whatever. He said, he said he
1: can't have two kids and a mohawk, which I tend to disagree. I think his hair cool. Yeah, I think when you're like a 25-year-old millionaire, best quarterback on the planet, I think you can do whatever the fuck you want, personally, but hey, more power to you. It'll be interesting to see if he actually goes through and what hairstyle he goes with. Yeah, uh, I Honestly, I can't even imagine Mahomes with really short hair, so I guess we'll see. Like a short hair with like a like a like a tapered fade or something i don't know he's probably just gonna buzz
2: it honestly that's what just I buzz think. it
0: completely that'd be interesting i guess yeah we already saw that i uh oh yeah.
2: yeah i don't think so uh
1: there's the chiefs niners game i thought this was interesting because he explains that most teams played too deep high or too high safeties against him and the niners were kind of bringing the safeties up close to the line of scrimmage it tricked him on one play He threw a pick to one of the safeties i can't remember which one it was And then after that, he's like, "Okay, I got you. And then like immediately afterwards, he hit Marquez Valdez, scantling scantling with a big pass, and the Chiefs ended up winning that game. Uh, He was like, oh, they don't know I watch tape. They don't know I watch (laughs) tape.
0: (laughs) Your Mahomes accent is ridiculous.
1: (laughs) It's a good or bad. It's bad, right? (laughs) It Uh, sounds
0: good Southern, but yeah. Uh I Sorry put, Patrick. I don't mean to offend. I love you. More Kermit, less southern, I think. Uh,
1: I I don't I don't Okay, okay. I'll, I'll I'll keep that in mind. Less Kermit, more southern. Um No, the other way around. More Kermit, less southern?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh I can't do Kermit, so I don't know if I'm doing more Kermit. Uh <laughs> So we get some more game. I'm going to skip over most of the Mariota stuff. It really wasn't all that interesting. I think Uh, the bill. So we get the bills Vikings game. We just talked about a little bit. Uh, Kirk is in a lot of pain in this game. We get a Santana Moss shout out. I guess he got the chiropractor idea that he does from Santana Moss. So it was cool to see one of my favorite players get shouted out in this, in this uh, series. Uh, During the bills game, Kirk just keeps getting destroyed. At one point, Thielen comes over to him to talk about like coverage that happened on a on a pick the previous drive. And Kirk is just kind of like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like just, like when you're not like, like not in the mood to talk and your girlfriend's trying to tell you about her day at work or something. It's like, yep, 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 yep. Like, just like Kirk could not focus at all. He was just in so much pain. They're down 27 to 10. The amazing Jefferson catch happens. Cousins tries to sneak into the goal line. He stops short. He goes over to the sideline. I thought this was really interesting. You don't get to see this type of stuff happen often between quarterback and head coach. He goes over to Kevin O'Connell. O'Connell's like, did you call that sneak yourself? And Cousins admitted that he did. And O'Connell was like, dude, I was going to call a timeout. I assume trying to get them to jump off sides and then call a timeout towards the end of the play clock. And Kirk was just like, fuck, you know, I fucked that up. So I thought that was kind of interesting. The, the whole series, I thought there was a lot of interesting talk between Cousins and O'Connell.
2: Yeah, they seemed oh, like yeah. they had a pretty good relationship going, in. like just to see it build over the season, that was pretty cool.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure they've worked together. They worked together in Washington, right? I'm pretty sure their their they their times elapsed together. So
0: you um, mentioned it, yeah, I think in passing on one of the quick interviews.
1: So after that happens, it feels like all hope is lost. But remember, since it was turnover on downs at the goal line, the Bills get the ball at their own goal line. So then Josh Allen fumbles the snap. The Vikings score a touchdown. 41 seconds left. The Vikings have a lead. The Bills go on, tie it, send it to overtime. Crazy fucking game. Jesus Christ. Uh, Kirk is still just saying that he's hurt. He's like groaning every time the camera cuts to him. He's just like, ah, ah, just groaning and groaning and groaning. groaning. And then uh, Allen throws a pick in overtime to seal the game for the Vikings after they score a field goal on their first drive. I thought it was interesting at the end of that game, Case Keenum came over to Kirk Cousins to tell him like how tough he is and how much like he respected him. And if you remember correctly, Cousins was the guy that replaced Case Keenum in, in Minnesota. Keenum took them to the NFC Championship game, and they signed Kirk Cousins. And Case Keenum really was nothing after that. So kind of cool, I guess, on Case Keenum's part to be mature enough to go over there and be like, dude, good shit, bro. <laughs>
0: That's good
2: good Um, fun. Yeah, overall I I really enjoyed the series. I think it's like the perfect series to release in July or August.
1: Yeah, I think that might be most of the stuff that I I, got. There's a a lot of like the last three episodes were a lot of football stuff. I feel like there was more behind the scenes stuff in the first like five, and then the last three they had like fifty-fifty, whereas a lot of football shit. I mean, especially with like playoffs involved too. So I'd say not too much more to talk about. There's just a lot, a lot of football stuff. Uh, which was cool. I I, I think A I personally mind. Lifts, yeah. yeah, I personally think I preferred like the behind the scenes stuff more than the football stuff. But the on the field stuff was
0: still super fucking fun to watch. So, uh, uh, I liked seeing how uh Mahomes works out. Like he does, he does some very wild kind of stuff. If you remember.
1: Dude, the, and it was one of the
0: last couple of episodes,
1: the one where the guy was like, okay, you put this, you know, 120 pounds on your, on your shoulders, then you, you're jumping. Like, I was just like, I think my knee would give out if I did that.
0: No kidding. Yeah. All right. and, and he's he, trying even to Mahomes get him to jump like, 10 inches. He's like, what? 10
1: inches. Yeah. And Mahomes was like, I'm not doing that. He's like, yes,
0: you are doing that. <laughs> the trainer's like, yeah, you are. No, you're not fucking getting out of this dude. So he's been working with them for a very long time now. So they have that relationship. Um,
1: did did you guys notice that they said Tuesday is a no football day for cousins? I'd never
0: heard that before. Yeah,
2: I heard yeah. How that does
0: yeah. that never? How did that never come out before? Like, like he said, even he's like, uh, probably a lot of other quarterbacks wouldn't get away with that, but good for him, dude. I agree. Good for him, especially because it seems like
1: he's using that day for good. Th- you know, he's not like just like, oh, I need Tuesday off for my mental health, and he's just sitting there like smoking weed and playing video games. He's like. Going out, doing errands, spending time with his wife, spending time with his kid, going to the bookstore. It's funny to see Kirk Cousins in a a camera crew in a bookstore on a Tuesday and during football season. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, When
0: when the the chick that worked there is like explaining the deals and he's like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. That That made me laugh so hard. He's like. 50% 50% off any book she's like any book with a sign on he's like oh wow hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's fucking go <laughs> all of his teammates are dying in practice and he's at barnes and noble <laughs> uh, yeah so I thought I, I thought I enjoyed that a lot I, kirk I, kirk was the star of this show uh, in my opinion for sure um let me just see. There was one. There was a. Uh, this this would probably be funny for Kai. There was a moment during. Uh, it may have been the Giants playoff game. I can't. I actually no. It was during the Colts game. It was Vikings Colts. It was the game that they went down thirty three to nothing. Oh yeah. Uh, he throws an interception in the first half. Is when they're still losing by a million points. And it's Jalen Rager's fault. Jaylen, he thought Jalen Rager was going to sit still in the round. He started running right when Kirk threw it and went straight to like a linebacker. He's like, he just sitting there. He just sitting there. I'm like, just fo- fucking poor Jalen Rager just cannot get out of his own way, dude.
2: Yeah, um, he's
1: pretty bad. He is very bad. Uh, they, of course, win that game. 33-0 comeback. That's the biggest comeback in NFL history. That was cool to see the behind-the-scenes footage of that. Dooley admitted that she almost took her their son home at halftime. And was just like, oh, well, he needs a nap. And uh, get started on lunches and whatnot for the week or whatever. And she's like, good thing I fucking didn't. That would be devastating. You make the biggest comeback in NFL history and your wife didn't even see. She left at halftime, didn't believe in you at all. It's like, um man, uh, we mentioned the 10 inches workout routine for Mahomes. Uh, I think that's about it. There's a lot of footage from the playoff games that the Chiefs played, like the, the Jaguars game where he injures and re-injures his ankle or injures his ankle for the first time, right? That was the first injury. And then he just re-aggravates it constantly throughout the rest of the playoffs. They still end up winning the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. All right. But yeah, I I, I love this series. I, I I think Max said that their season two is
0: confirmed, right? You said that? Hey Manning said it was confirmed, yeah. hey
1: Manning said it was confirmed. That's awesome. So let's segue to our season two talk then. What three quarterbacks do we think would be best or do we want to see next season? Kai,
2: go ahead. Who are your three? All right. So I'm going to do, uh, so I'm obviously I'm going to say Jalen Hurts, Super Bowl hangover season. I think there's a big story there. He also seems like a very likable guy, very professional, good team captain, the whole nine yards. My next pick is going to be Justin Fields. I think uh, there's a big story there. He's got a big prove it year this year. They they helped him out a little bit on the offense. I think people want to see behind the scenes with that season, depending on how it goes, of course. And then finally, I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow because I think Joe Burrow is so likable. He's got so much swagger. I think I think there's that that'll be a fun season if Joe Burrow's in it for sure. You got Hertz Burrow and who Fields
1: Fields. Okay, okay, I like that.
0: I Mac, like who are your three? So, yeah, I got Josh Allen, Gino Smith, and C.J. Stroud. Oh, I like those.
1: I-, I thought about Gino as well. I think Gino is a really good one for sure. Okay. Uh, I uh, I don't mind the rookie quarterback. It, it would be, I don't know. It be it just depends on how the Panther or uh, uh, not the Panthers the uh, the Texans use him. Would they use star him right away or not? I guess, it would work. I, I I was hesitant about including rookies, but I think it would work.
0: Wait, they already declared him the starter, though.
1: Did they? Okay, then my bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, it kind of
0: is your bad in this particular situation. This one time.
1: This one. T- this one time, I'll accept it. Uh, for myself, I said I said Joe Burrow too. So that's the only overlap that we have. Uh, I also said Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers would be an interesting one. Uh, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff involving that guy that I think would be interesting to see. Uh, that I don't think that we'll get via Hard Knocks necessarily. And uh, another one I thought would be would be good would be Derek Carr in a new city.
2: Oh, not bad. Yeah, not bad. So I, I had Rogersboro Carr. So I wanted to do Rogers as well, but I figured that one of us was going to pick Rogers, so I, I I held off. Hard
0: Knocks and that show is like. Somewhat unlikely is the only reason for me, and the only reason I, I thought about like, him too. I didn't pick Josh Allen because I assumed one of you guys would too. So,
1: I i Allen was one of the first people I thought of too, and I was like, I assume one of them will take him. So, I tried to go off off of him a little bit. So you know me so well. Oh, I know you like the back of my back of my foot. uh So, mm. all right, so I, maybe we'll put up a poll or something to see who who, uh, who people would like out of all of our uh, combinations of quarterbacks for season two. Uh, all right so that's our quarterback review next up as always let's have the raging take to close out the episode kai do you have a raging take for us this this uh this afternoon
2: i sure do all right so panning back to joe burrow i think joe burrow is gonna go through the entire playoffs next season um with 400 yards passing in each game he's gonna make it all the way back to the super Bowl and win the super Bowl if it's with uh, with any other nfc opponent besides the eagles if the eagles are in the super bowl he will not win anyone else he will oh, win. oh lord
1: you gotta you gotta go all out or all right shit yeah. or get off the pot kai Is, they, they're not beating the eagles
2: no oh okay no uh <laughs> <laughs> the, the eagles i think the eagles match up very well against the Bengals, but i think the mm. bang i think the Bengals could beat anyone else out of the nfc it <laughs> can't beat the eagles though uh oh okay. yeah so 300 yards passing in every playoff game you said 400 i oh yeah 400 my bad there we yeah. go there so we go over 400 passing yards in every postseason game
1: we went from gonna not gonna beat gonna be anybody you face in front of them at 400 yards
2: to well he wouldn't beat the eagles in 300 yards real quick oh well, yeah because they're not gonna meet the eagles in the playoffs until the super bowl so mm.
1: okay all right i like it Kai that's a good one uh all right i think that closes our episode out for the week. So next week I will not be here. Uh Dylan's going to come in and take over for for myself along with these two bozos. Uh and I guess we'll see what they have cooked. Do you guys have a plan for next week at all or do you, do you have anything that you want to tease or
2: uh, I mean we'll we'll do our usual MLB, any NFL news that pops up and we'll probably do uh, some fantasy football segments. Get our It's get just our-
0: going to be Dylan talking for the whole <laughs> hour and then change. Yeah. He did
2: say that he had to, he had
1: a rant about the bear, so uh, he yeah, always does. let them go off. Yeah, maybe maybe that'll be the raging take next week. Uh, but as always, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you want to start sending us some raging takes, guys, we're, we're starting to run dry here. Over the last couple of weeks we've we've been we've been takeless. I, I think it doesn't help that there's only one sport going on right now, but. Uh, we, we need some takes. So send some takes and G, or Gmail is RagingTakes at gmail.com. Twitter at RagingTakes. TikTok at RagingTakes. Instagram threads at RagingTakes as well. You can find me on Twitter at Mantana Sauce. Kai is at R-T-P Kai, And Mac is at It's MacBruh. B-R-U-H. And uh, I guess with that, we'll see you next week. Or I'll see you in a couple of weeks, but they'll see you next week.